Good morning, everyone. Um, I hope everyone had a blessed night. Let's get started with our devotional reading. Um, but first, let's have a, a word for <clears throat> Heavenly Father. We thank you. Thank you for the word today. We thank you for allowing us to see another Sunday. We we thank you for the week that we had. It, it might have been tough. It, it might have been a week to cry about. It might have been a lot of confusion. But whatever our week was, you was there with us and you guide us and you you helped us through the week. And Father God, we ask you to help us to stay in the light. Help us to follow the plan. Help us not to get off course with things of this world, but help us to stay focused on you. Father God, as we partake in this word, we ask you to help us to understand anything in it that applies to our life. Father God, we ask you to open our ears so we may hear and our eyes so that we may see. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, let's get started. So we have a verse of the week, which is Psalms 147 and 5. Great is our Lord in our might and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. I'm going to post this today. I'm going to post it again Wednesday. And I might even start posting again Friday, but that's our memory verse. Psalms 147.5, great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Verse of the day, key verse, 2 Timothy 2 and 4, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Okay, topic, enduring soldier. Affirmations. I'm going to say it and I'm going to give you a minute behind each one to say it behind me if you like. I am willing to endure. I am following the mission. I am standing strong. I will obey my commanding officer. Thoughts. What makes a good soldier? Is it a man or a woman who follows his commanding officer orders? Is it a soldier that no matter what follows the no matter what follows the rules? Is it a soldier that knows they must endure anything as long as the assignment is done? I watched a lot of movies about soldiers, and my my older sister was in the Navy, my, my dad was in the Marines. At one time I wanted to go into the Air Force. And the one thing my family taught me was to be a good soldier. You must follow the rules. It will be best if you endure through whatever it is you're faced and do whatever it is you are asked to do. In our spiritual life, we have a commanding officer, which is God. And whatever his word tells us to do, we must do it with no complaints. Paul says in our in our key verse today, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please the commanding officer. We as soldiers can't participate in the things of this world. We can only worry about pleasing the commanding officer. How do we do this? How do we please God? Is it through words with no action or is it through our hearts? How do we get to the place where we are a good soldier? Today, that's what we will discuss. In order to please God, we must have the correct type of heart. Our heart must be in the right place at all times. First Thessalonians 2 and 4. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests his heart our hearts. We can't please man and God. We must give up this ideal that if we please God, we will make people happy. No, because the moment we start doing that, we will have someone upset because we didn't please them. Faith is another way to please God. It's impossible to do the work of God or to follow God without faith. We can't say we follow Christ and have no faith in him. Hebrews 11, 6, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must draw that, must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. 
We have to deny ourselves. We have to deny who we are. We have to deny our will to do the will of God. That's what makes a good soldier. When we follow what he says, and we deny what will make us happy because sometimes what makes us happy isn't the right thing. Our flesh wants us to, to be out here cussing and fussing and drinking and smoking. But when we deny ourselves and we follow the commanding officer, we won't do that. No, because our commanding officer says in the word that you must deny yourself to follow me. Matthew 16 and 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. In order to be a good soldier, we must understand that we will go through. Paul understood what it meant to be a good soldier. He understood that sometime he will be beaten, stoned, shipwrecked. He said this is what he had to endure, but he didn't mind because a good soldier doesn't complain about the assignment. He does whatever it takes because he knows it will please God. Sometimes in life, we have to be content and grateful. We have to look over what's going on and respect the process because sometimes the process is hard and sometimes it's easy. But wherever it is, we must be content because when Jesus was here on the earth, he endured. He never once complained. He kept pushing forward. Second Corinthians eleven twenty five. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I pleaded with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. Yes, we all have our breaking points and we all have some something we must go through. But we have to believe that what we endure, God has us and he, he won't allow us to go through it alone. We must have faith that he's there and he sees and he hears us. I have been through something in my life. Some some of it has been disobedience. Some of it was to make me strong. But wherever it was, I know that Christ didn't leave me alone because he said he had never leave me nor forsake me. That's what he's saying to us, that a soldier will endure. A soldier will keep pushing. A soldier knows his commanding officer would never harm them, but they will put them through the process because a commanding soldier knows what his soldier needs to make them strong. We have to trust the process. We have to trust the hardship because if we never go through the valley, how will we ever make it to the mountaintop? Start trusting in God today and let go of what you think and go with what God is trying to show you. Because of some of you, God is trying to show you something and you're ignoring him. But if you never listen, you won't ever walk in the calling of God has for you. Because God needs soldiers that will listen. God wants soldiers that will endure. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your love. Father, we want to be soldiers for you and, and your in your will. Uh, continue to show us how. Help us to be more focused on what's at hand. Help us to be more loving and compassionate. Help us to go through the mission and not look back. Every day we must withstand, but we know you're there. Lord, we love you and we thank you. We ask you to, to guide us and control our mouths and ear gates. Help us to surrender to, to them. Help us to surrender them to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reference, 2 Timothy 2.21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set aside as holy, useful to the master of their house, ready for every good work. Psalms 143 and 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Proverbs 18.2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. 
further reading, James 1, 1 through 18, Psalms 1, 16, 1 through 19, Proverbs 27, 23 and 27, Ezekiel 35, 1 through 36 and 38. Now remember that the reference in the further reading will be at the bottom in the bio of each podcast. So enduring soldier. Um, my dad, uh, when he raised my mom and dad, when they raised us, but when my dad got involved, you knew it was over with. <laughs> you knew you did something wrong if he's getting onto you because my mom's only going to ask you twice and then she tags my dad in. And usually when he talks to you, for me, it reminds me of a commanding officer because he's like, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And he's just, he's on it. And you're going to follow him because if not, you're going to suffer the consequences. And that's how God is with us. He's going to keep warning us, hey, don't do that. Hey, you're going around the path. Oh, you're doing this wrong. And all of a sudden, comes the consequences. He chastised those who he loved. We have to understand that when we are following God, he's our commanding officer. We must do what, we, what he says. We must surrender what we want to do to follow him. And I know a lot of times I did not want to listen to my dad. I'm just going to be honest with you, I didn't. But you know what? I listen to him because he has authority and I respect him. When you have, when you realize someone has authority and you respect them, you're going to do as they say. You're going to follow their, their will. You're going to follow their instructions because that's the person that's over you. Even at work, you might have a boss that you think is tough, but then you realize he's being tough because he knows that you can do better. So you respect him. You do what he says. That's like Christ. If you respect him, you'll do what he says. If you love him, you'll do what he says. He even says in his word that those who love me will listen to me. If you don't listen to God, you don't love him. You obviously don't if you don't follow his ways. But us being soldiers under God's commanding order, we have to do what he says. That's how you see those soldiers in the movies, because that's the only thing I can relate it to. You see these soldiers in the movies, the, the commanding officer can tell them, I need you to go 30 miles out, get on top of a mountain and snipe someone out. That 30 mile walk might be the longest. They might be tired. They, they won't complain, though, because they know who gave them the orders and they're going to follow it. That's just like Christ. Christ can tell you right now, I need you to go this place and I need you to do it with no complaining. You must do it. And I was just talking to a friend of mine today that what happens is a lot of people, they they think people that follow God and do all these spontaneous things that he asked them to do, they, they don't understand it because they're not obedient. When people are obedient, they don't know what that looks like because they're only used to doing what they want to do. Their life is in their hands. They do what they want to do. They go where they want to go. They eat where they want to go, you know, eat. They do whatever they want to do. But when you catch a person that's obedient to God and they wait for his voice and they listen to his commands, that person is disciplined because their body and mind is in self-control because they give and yield themselves to God. That's why people don't understand obedience. That's why people don't submit because they never seen it and they don't do it and they're afraid of it. To me, they have to be afraid of it. But when you catch a woman, man of God, that is willing to put everything on the line and do as God say, it's because they believe and have faith in God. 
And that's another thing that we must have by being obedient soldiers. We must have faith in our commanding officer that he knows what's best. Even though it might look crazy, it might feel crazy, but at the end of the day, whatever he tells us to do, we will do it. Let's look at some reference verses real quick. So if you have your Bible, go to um, Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18. Okay, let's go to verse 2. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinion. Fools find no pleasure in understanding. When we follow God, it's complete understanding. You'll understand what you need to do completely because he's never going to leave you in the dark. And if he do leave you in the dark, it's only because he's going to give you those instructions when he's ready. It's only because you haven't completed the first step. Okay, it says, but delight in airing their own opinion. They delight in their own understanding. They don't care what anyone else have to say. They just hear their own self speak. They, these are the type of people that love hearing their self talk. So they don't care about hearing anyone else's opinion, not even God's. So they go by the beat of their own drum. When you catch people like that, they're walking in disobedience. Because these people, you would catch them smoking, catch them drinking, watching porn, masturbation, illicit sex, whatever they want to do to make them feel good. That's what they're going to do. And they delight in the airing of their own opinions. They don't care about anyone else's opinions. When I catch people like this, I pray for them. Because after a while, they're going to run into a wall where they have to either submit to God or they're going to have a lot of problems. I heard someone say the other day that um, they have nothing to worry about because they have a family that prays. What you must understand is that you might have a family that prays. You might have a family that 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 goes to church. But do you pray? Do you obey God? Because sometimes the narrative that we have created in our life is the narrative that we would have to go with. That's the narrative that we must suffer with because we decide to go off course of God. We decided to do whatever we wanted to do and not listen to God. We decided not to be soldiers. We decided to be go AWOL. And AWOL is when you do whatever you want to do. You leave in the military. You don't care what anyone tells you to do. You're doing what you want to do. So when you have these people that go AWOL and then all of a sudden after going AWOL, they're like, okay, I, I just need a little help from God. So I'm going to pray. Sometimes God hears them. Sometimes he doesn't. But it depends on his will. But he looks at the heart of the person. Our heart have to be right. I think I even got the Holy Spirit had me to put that in the devotional. Our heart have to be correct. We must come to God in a contrite heart. When I gave my life to God, I was ready and I was tired of running. I was tired of being tired. I was tired of being in the dark. I was tired of being alone. I, I could go anywhere, I could be anywhere, in, anywhere, and I still felt alone. I still felt this emptiness because I was in a place in my life that I shouldn't be. I should have been following God, and I was so disobedient, so stubborn. But when you're a soldier of God, you don't ever have to worry about being alone. You don't ever have to worry about being doing the wrong thing because God will always lead you if you allow him to. But that's what makes a good soldier because we allow God to order our steps. 
A righteous man's steps is ordered by God. Okay. Okay. So we're going to look at uh, reference number two. Um, let's look, let's go to Psalms 143. If you have your Bible, go to Psalms 143. Okay. I'm going to give everybody a few minutes to get there. If you're there, start looking for verse 10. 143 and 10. Okay. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level God, God ground. David wanted to know God's will. That's the thing I love about David. Like he might have fell off the path with Bathsheba and counting the 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 the, the men and women in the city. He he might have done some things that he shouldn't done, but he always go back to God, give me a contrite heart. God, forgive me. God, clean me with hyssop. God, give me your will. He's always still searching God. And that's how we should be. Even if we stumble, get up. I need I need God. I have stumbled. Look, I need God. And that's what he did. He said, because you are my God. He didn't let idols be a thing in his life. He didn't allow people to entice him to, do, to worship idols. He knew who ordered his steps. He knew who made his day. He knew who brought his coming up. He knew who let knew who let him uh, that knew when he was sleeping. He knew when he, he that knew when he was sleeping when he was rising up. He knew who was all that. He knew who who knew this, which is God. Is the verse in the Bible that I was trying to quote right there? It says. Trying to find it. There it is. Psalms 139, 1-6. You search me, O God. You knew me. You know when I sit. You know when I rise. You perceive my thoughts, my affairs. You discern my going and my laying down. He knew these things. So who wouldn't want to serve a God that knew when you laid down? Who wouldn't want to serve a God that knew your thoughts? Who wouldn't want to serve a God that knew when you sat and when you rise? This is the God that he wanted to serve. He said, you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. You search such knowledge and too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Before a word is in my tongue, you knew it. He knew it. He knew that God knew every little facet of himself. So he wanted to be God's soldier. He wanted to know. So going back to this verse here, he says, you teach me, teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. He he said, God, he said, lead me on level ground because sometimes I get the places that I shouldn't be because I lose focus. But I know if I follow you, you will tell me your will. And in that will, I will be balanced. That's the thing. Some of us are a little off balance because we're so busy trying to chase things that we shouldn't chase. We're too busy trying to, to make a life that and make a certain life that we shouldn't have. God wants us to have riches. God wants us to be happy. He wants us to have joy. He wants us to have a family. He wants us to travel, but he wants us to do it according to his will, not out of his will. And a good soldier, when we walking to be soldiers of God, I don't care if you're an apostle, a pastor, a prophet, you are a soldier of God. And when you're a soldier of God, you follow everything and God will give everything to you. It says it in Matthew that, that, Seek me first, the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. Everything will be added to us when we follow God like good soldiers. Let's, let's get this one more verse in. If you can, go to 2 Timothy 2. 2 Timothy 
If you're there already, go to verse 21. 2 Timothy 2, 21. I'm looking at the time, so I'm going to try to make this fast. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master and prepared to any good work. Let's go with the one that's on the devotional. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for an honorable use. Let's stop right there. When you let go of the things of the world and you ask God to purge me, to make me right, clean me, so I may be right in your eyes, you become a vessel that God can use. He cannot use, I think I said this a few days ago, he cannot use someone that is tainted by the world, tainted by his views, taking the views of the world, human beliefs, human philosophy, and trying to add it into the world. And trying to add it to the Bible. A lot of times you catch pastors that are only teaching on things that make people happy. And a lot of people have, have got these comments sent to me that, okay, only thing you t- teach about is holiness. Only thing you teach about is, is um, a sin. You don't teach about blessings. The reason why I don't teach about blessings, I only teach what God tells me to teach. If the Holy Spirit don't give it to me to teach, I will not teach it. If he tells me to teach on sin... If I have to be John the Baptist and that's the only thing he wants me to teach on is repentance, that's what I would teach on. Because at the end of the day, this podcast is made from the Holy Spirit. It's not made for me. It's not my my devotionals. These are the Holy Spirit devotionals. But when you find a pastor that the only thing they want to talk about is blessings upon blessings because they want to make everyone else feel comfortable. They're not doing the will of God. It's no way God's going to have a pastor teach on blessings when we have people sitting in congregation that are dealing with addiction. That needs broken, yokes broken off addiction, yokes di- broken off identity crisis, uh, yokes broken off of, uh, off of uh, gossip. When we have that in the church and he's not going to have no one break those yokes and teach about that and how to break those yokes and how to submit to God, we have a problem. We have to teach on things that will break things so you can reach your blessing. God reigns on the just and the unjust. But when we walk in his anointing, when we walk in his calling, when we walk in his life, when we walk as good soldiers, the blessings will follow regardless. There's nothing in in hell that can stop it because those things will follow us because we are walking in God. And I'm not saying you won't have bad days because that's the thing that people don't teach that you won't have bad days if you follow God. Yes, you will. You yes, you will have those bad days, but it's about who do you carry with you when you have those bad days? Do you run to your liquor bottle? Do you run to the marijuana? Do you run to the list of sex to make you feel good? No, you're running to the will of God. You're running to your knees asking the Lord to help me through this day. Because this day has been bad. Are you running to your Bible saying, God, what in this word are you speaking to me? Because right now I need something to keep me steady. That's what we need today. That's what people need to hear today is how to break the yokes of bondage that's over their life. That's why we have a lot of people that's in church that's not changed. Because a lot of people go to church. They think they're doing the routine thing. This is going to get them into heaven. No, it is not. What's going to get us into heaven is a changed heart. What's going to get us into heaven is being good soldiers and following the will of God. The rest of this verse says, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. When and then we stop dabbling into the world. Because I'm going to tell you something. 
And a lot of people don't say this. We all have a struggle. We all have a problem. But it's about denying and saying, no, I'm not going to do that. That's what I want to do, but I won't do it. No, 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 devil, you won't do it. I won't do it. I rebuke you. It's about saying, no, I won't do those things. It's about saying, I want to be set apart and holy. I want to be useful to God. And that's what that's what Second Timothy is telling us, that we can be used by God when we set ourselves apart and allow God to help us walk a, a holy life. I'm sorry that today's devotional is really long. It's longer than usual. But um, when the Holy Spirit moves and he gives me something to say, I must say it. I can't cut it short. I hope you enjoyed it today. Um, remember that your commanding officer is the Lord. And in order to, to achieve the things that we want to achieve in life in the right way, we must follow God. Um, if you want this devotional sent to you, please message me. I will send it to you. I pray you all have a blessed day. I apologize for the devotional being a little lengthy lately, but um, I asked the Holy Spirit the other day to allow me to say more on the podcast and to give me more. And, and he gave me more to say. And so I hope it bless your soul. I hope this change. I hope this breaks yokes. I hope this makes you look at your life and, and even makes me look at my life and say, what do I need to do more to follow the commanding officer? What do I need to do to be set apart holy? Because that's what we need to do is walk a holy life. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember that Jesus loved you and I love you too. Okay, bye.